Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey Dylan, I just wanted to say, I have another podcast. You're cheating on me, mate. <laughs> in some ways, I'm cheating on Sine and I only like you with you. So... Just wanted to let everyone know, um, I always forget to mention it, but another podcast, it's a movie review podcast that I do with Sine, who's my partner, and also was on our Paddington episode a few few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get amongst some really interesting discussions about the latest movies, um, that's the place to be. <laughs> oh, shit. What? Hold on. What are you done? Hold on, I said. Hold on. Hello? You're right there. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah? Did you hear the tapping? Yeah. Yeah, good. Okay. It's all been recorded, so... Oh, no! <laughs> I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man, too. Bloody hell, here we are. <laughs> my name's Lonnie, I'm here with my friend Dylan. How you doing, Dylan? Oh, mate, great now I'm talking to you, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> um, that theme song you just heard is from Mark Irons. And I just remembered, Dylan, we didn't thank Mark last episode, so. Well, I'll, I'll thank him now, in retrospect. Thank okay. you, Mark. Little Golden Books, Mwah. shout out, boy. You did well, as always. <laughs> I just love that he does it live every time and nails it every every single time. Every single time. And now he's just sitting in the corner just waiting until next week. Yeah. So. yeah. No, don't worry, Mark. We'll get you coffee soon, mate. You're all right. You've earned it. Well, you're all right. Have a sleep. He just commutes back and forth between yours and my place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we treat him well. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Dylan, what is the I Miss You Man story? What do you reckon this is all about? Oh, mate, it's about you and me, about two bloody good friends, Dylan and Lonnie. I'm Dylan, you're Lonnie, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, each week, uh, we take each other on a, a journey, a topic, if you will, and Lonnie, bloody hell, that could be anything, mate. That can be anything, brother. <laughs> Life, pop culture, everything in between. We're covering it all. And what I think our show is good, Dylan, is because we do things other podcasts can't or won't do, you know? Yeah, they're cowards. <laughs> they won't do little garden books. They won't do Twin Cities. We're calling yous out. Joe Rogan, come on. <laughs> Another good thing about our show is that you can listen in any order. So if you see a topic you like, go back, give it a whirl. Mate, send it. You see Speed Racer, that catches your eye. You're like, oh, my God, love that movie. It's the best movie of all time. It's snubbed at the Oscars. Give that a listen, you know? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Dylan, because... Oh, no. <laughs> you and I love movies, don't we? Oh, mate, can't get enough of them. We've got a whole ongoing series about movies. We sure do. Shout yeah. out to the Christina Chronicles. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. 
Now, you and I, we both love a bit of pop culture history as well. We like going behind the scenes on on the movie side of things. Oh, yeah. And more than anything, Dylan, you and I like mm. things that come first or last, don't we? Sure. For, <laughs> for the context of what you're setting up, I'm going to say that that's my favourite thing ever. So you better hit me with something good, mate. <laughs> well, Dylan, today... <laughs> I'm going to take you through some firsts and lasts in film history. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a bit loud, that one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm excited. excited. You know first and last are my favourite things, yeah, Sonny. You said it. I did. It's true. Uh, and we're going to splice things up, Dylan. We're going to do Jeopardy rules, okay? So I'm going to give Hello. You a... Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that got a bigger response than I thought. <laughs> oh, mate, you know it is. Oh, yeah, I'd love a bit of Jeffy. That's the, you know, what is so-and-so. That's how yeah. we answer, right? So yeah. I'm going to give you the movie, then you're going to try and figure out what the first or last thing mm. about it is, okay? Okay. Um, so I've got some, um, they're based around themes as well. Um, Do you want to explain Jeopardy Reels first? Oh, yes. I'll, I'll give you the movie, mm. and then you'll try and say, so say I give you Batman, mm. and you'll say... 1989 or... Yeah, Batman 89, and you'll say... What is the first Batman film? Something like that. Uh, what is Batman the movie? 1966, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, um, I think that's how Jeopardy works. I don't, really, I don't really know Jeopardy, but I think you get the answer first, right? That's, that's how it works. Mm. And you try and figure out the question. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, you, you ask the question. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you're like, uh, yeah, first Batman movie ever. What is, you know, Batman 66, mm. yeah. Mm. You don't even know the rules of Jeopardy and you want to play Jeopardy, mate. You're a bloody menace. <laughs> uh, just a heads up to our, our younger listeners or people who listen to their families, which I'm sure oh, everyone does. Sure everyone okay. Listens. Everyone gets the whole family around, don't they? And just like, hey, it's the I Miss You Man's been released. Let's, let's all stop everything. Oh, absolutely. By the fireplace, mate. Get the soundbar going. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're in, we're in collections. Um, and the last one's a bit naughty. I'll give you some heads up when, that, when that's coming around. If you, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're, you're interested in that one, aren't you, Dylan? Love the naughty ones, mate. Love them. Before we get to this, though, Dylan, I thought we could talk about the first and last film that we ever saw at the cinema. Oh. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what did you go see as a kid, Dylan? Uh, I distinctly remember the first film I saw, although that, that I remember anyway, seeing yeah. at the movies. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame oh, at really? the cinemas. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, up there with my favourite Disney films too. Probably top three. It's a good one to start with, I reckon. Absolutely. M- much more adult than most Disney films, but hey, I still loved it. Yeah. And what was the last one you saw at the cinema? Do you remember? God. I th- it's been a funny year for cinema outings, hasn't it? So. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah. It was Tenet. Oh, really? No. No. Thank goodness. I hated Tenet too. Same. Okay, beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, my goodness. Um, no, Wonder Woman 84, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Even better, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wasn't good. Wasn't good. Um, and what about VHS and DVD? Do you Jesus. remember VHS that you had as a kid? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I remember I uh, I wore out The Lion King. Um, mm-hmm. nice. As in, I watched that so many times it just broke. Uh, I think I also did that with Aladdin too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I remember I used to have the Peter Pan VHS um, 
the Disney animated film. I uh, used to, I had a, like a Peter Pan costume. I uh, used to reenact the scenes as I was watching them. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Mate, love Peter Pan. He's my boy. Um, for me, I think, I was trying to work out the first film I saw. And mm. um, there's this story in my family, what quite a famous family story where my dad mm. took the kids and I think it was Batman and Robin. And Oh, no. <laughs> well, the, the funny story is he was, like, getting into it a lot. Oh, like, no. When, when Batman is punching someone, he's like, yeah, got him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. And then I think he saw that the kids were getting a bit embarrassed. And so he played off a bit more. Like, every time something else happened, he would go even further. And then, <laughs> you know, classic dad behavior. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But no like, one can work out, at least my sister and couldn't work out if I was there as well or whether my, it was just her and my brother. And I couldn't either because I remember it happening, but I think I might remember just them telling me about it. You know what I mean? So, uh, okay. Okay. Um, so that could have been it. Also, I've got some memories of seeing Toy Story 2 at the cinema. Sure. But then also I've got memories of seeing Phantom Menace and Phantom Menace came out before Toy Story 2, so it could have been Phantom Menace, but mm. I'm not really sure. So, okay. My parents don't know, so... Thanks. Huh. Thanks, parents. Not helpful. <laughs> in terms of VHSs, I had lots of Disney ones as well, but a lot of that was just like what was already in the house. So I'm not sure they were really mine or I don't remember watching them for the first time because they were just always there, you know, like mm. Disney ones, as you said, and also the first Star Wars. But I do remember we had um, first Fellowship of the Ring or first Lord of the Rings, maybe Fellowship of the Ring, mm. and the first Harry Potter on VHS. But then yeah, the right. next ones we had on DVD, so like there must have been a crossover point, early two thousands, where we stopped getting VHSs and started getting DVDs. So, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. Okay, let's get into it, Dylan. Send it, mate. I'm ready. <laughs> the first <laughs> section. The first section is film history. Okay. Now it's not a complete okay. list, but there's going to be some, you know. Some themes. I was going to say, something. it's a pretty broad topic. <laughs> well, it's like more of first in, in film history. So, first right. movie is called Sally Gardner at a Gallop. Right. What do you reckon that's, that film's claim to fame is, Dylan? How can I answer this in Japanese reels? <laughs> <laughs> I think you stuffed it, mate. No, you work out what do you think it is. So I don't know. Just, just say what you think this is the first film to do. First film to feature a live-action dog. <laughs> I mean, it could have. I don't know about that. Oh. Apparently, it was the first um, film that was ever exhibited. So, a guy called Edward Mybridge, he projected the moving images of the Sally Gardner at a gallop on a screen mm. when he gave a presentation at the California School of Fine Arts. So, it was the first ever film exhibition. Yeah, right. You don't okay. know that one, Dylan, already? No, 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 that one? Okay. No, nah, never heard of it. <laughs> okay. In Old California. What do you reckon this film is, Dylan? That's the name of the film? Yes, In Old California. First film to be about California. <laughs> I mean, in a way, you're right, Dylan. Hey, right. one point on the board. Um, hey. Apparently, it was the first film to be made in Hollywood. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, give me a point. Um, D.W. Griffith made that one, and he also made um, Birth of a Nation, which is very famously one of the 
very first like blockbustery sort of films, but also very much about revitalizing the KKK. Oh, so yeah, what well, kind of a very contested person in film history because he was there at the start and was there when and making things happen very early on, but the content of his films is quite deplorable these days. Yeah, right. Speaking of that, though, Dylan, the next film I've got on my list is called The Fall of a Nation. What do you reckon this was the first film to do? First film to depict Hitler in an English movie? <laughs> no, it'd be before that. And I don't think you'll get this one, but it was the very first film sequel. Mm, right. I hadn't thought of like, it. Was, it was a sequel to Birth of a Nation, which I just mentioned. Mm. But I hadn't thought of that before. But, like, yeah, obviously some film had to be the first sequel, didn't it? Like, I guess. You just yeah. take it for granted, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I thought there would have been a silent movie that uh, would have been a sequel, but that's all right. Yeah, and, like, this is on Wikipedia, and some of these things are like, this is what people think, but also not actually true. Or it's like, depends how you look at it. So, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, closer to home, Dylan. Mm. Down under. Mm. The story of the Kelly Gang. Mm. What was that the first or last film to do? Was it first or last? It was the first film. Okay. <laughs> uh, first film to show murder. Look, possibly. However, oh my goodness. <laughs> Am I right or not on all this? <laughs> It depends how you look at it, Dylan. No, oh. this is thought to be the first feature film. So as opposed to like short films or exhibition films, it was like a first, a first feature. Yeah, right. And it was about Nick Kelly and his gang. Like uh, first ever or just for Australia? But in the whole world, apparently. Okay. And for a long time, they thought it was lost. But, you know, I think it was that 10 or 15 years ago, they, they found a copy of it somewhere. So Yeah, I remember seeing it... Um... I think when I went on my camera trip in school, yeah, and they had like parts of it. Yeah, I think they and found they sh- more of it. So, oh, they found more of it since then. Okay, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they showed us and there's like splotchy bits and bits that were like uh, messed up and stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, good on them. So that was the first feature film we released. Well, so it was the last first film in some ways, wasn't it? So, <laughs> sure, <laughs> <laughs> one up for the Aussies. <laughs> Uh, okay, next one is called a Connecticut, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. Oh, yeah. What do you reckon that was the first film to do, Dylan? The first film to show a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. Hey, look, you're not wrong. So, a point on the board? I mean... No, but for real, first book adaptation? No, well, the first film to feature time travel <sighs> to the past, which implies that maybe another film... Pitched it to the future, I guess. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, weird. Maybe. Um, yeah, again, I've, it blows my mind sometimes when you think about, oh, yeah, someone had to be the first one to think up time travel. We just take that for granted now in films and books and stuff. But well, It's true, yeah. It's actually quite a, a strange concept. You know, if you had never thought of time travel before, hey. Mm, yeah, not wrong. Okay, Dylan, we're going to move now to home video. Mm. So this might be helpful to you um, when you're thinking about these ones. Okay. Twister. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Um, I haven't seen Twister, so... <laughs> <Maybe>. Good. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. 
First or last claim to fame mm. Twister, Dylan? Yeah. First natural disaster film? Home video is a topic, Dylan. First natural disaster film on video? <laughs> it was the first film to be commercially available on the DVD format. Ah, okay. Okay. Twister yeah, or right. movies, eh? Hey? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously DVD is still being made, so there's no last DVD yet. But it probably will be eventually, oh. hey? Getting there. Now that we've got 4Ks, Blu-rays coming on the new DVD. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, I hadn't heard of this one before, Dylan, but you might have. Party Girl. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm intrigued. Put it away. Oh, come on. <laughs> What do you reckon its claim to fame is? First porn. Okay, Dylan. But you said there was a naughty one. No, there's a whole, whole section of naughtiness coming up. Don't worry. Ah, okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, first porn on home video. Okay. Dylan. Okay. Oh, okay. So I got the point. It was the first film to premiere on the internet. Ah, okay. And I wonder if you know what year it was premiered, Dylan. 2004. It's much earlier, 1995. Are you kidding? I don't know how, really, but God, what would have been the shittest quality? <laughs> yeah, was it? And did it take forever to download, or? Oh, it would have. Yeah, it like three pixels. I don't know. Well, trailers used to take like hours to download, didn't they? Yeah, just from the nineties. Yeah, two minute trailer. Yeah. Does it say how long it went for the movie? It's a regular movie. It's like look it up. Come on, mate. I don't think that runtime every movie, though. Huh? I don't know the exact runtime. 94 minutes. Too long. <laughs> Could shave 20 minutes off that bad boy. <laughs> you haven't even, if seen, you're it. Aiming, you haven't even if seen it, Dylan. No, if you excuse you. <laughs> you don't know if I've seen Party Girl. I could have been there at the Apex, mate. I could have been watching it on Mum's lap in 95. Okay. You yeah. don't know. Don't you don't know. know my story. I guess not. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, it starts. It stars Parker Posey. All oh, right, okay. And apparently, it's pretty good. So. You wouldn't know, though, would you? It's at seventy-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Oh, not good enough. Okay. Need at least eighty. Well, sorry, Bill. Yeah, you will be. Now you, you've probably heard of this one, though. Oh yeah. A history of violence. Have you seen this one? No. Viggo Mortensen. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Another one. Yeah. Okay. First or last? What do you reckon? When was it released? 2004, I believe. And this still has to do with um, home video at this mm -hmm. point? Mm hmm. First Blu ray? No. Think, think. Think back. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> That's so helpful, me. <laughs> oh my god, I've got the answer now, dude. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, my, uh, first, first movie to show Viggo Mortensen nude on home video. I mean, not, not that I can recall when I watched it, but oh, okay, I think I remember. Well, wouldn't we all? Um, right, it was the last Hollywood film to be on on VHS. The last, okay, the last one. 
So I think other films might have come after that, but it's like the last major one. So okay, okay, could have set me up saying it was last instead of first, but you know that's that's first, all right. It's got to be a bit of a challenge for you, Dylan. Well, it's challenge enough. It's challenge enough, right? Okay. Right. Okay. You're well, not giving me any points, so yeah. I'm struggling. I'll be honest, Lonnie. I'm struggling. Okay. Are you flailing a bit around? <laughs> Help me. <laughs> okay. You'll you'll know this one. Mm. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Hey, yo. Wait, no. This is the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, yo. Hey, no. <laughs> hey, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, am I guessing now? Yeah, first or last, Bill. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jesus. First 4K. Home video release. One of the first films to be commercially released on Ultra HD Blu-ray. Yeah, so 4K. Is that 4K? Okay, well... I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, I'll give you two points for that. Yeah, four. (laughs) Four points for 4K, mate. Come on. Okay, okay, you'll know this one for sure. The South Korean drama, The Young Teacher. Uh, you set me up to make it like I'm some sort of genius, and now when I don't get it because I've never heard this film, people, <laughs> he's betrayed me. Um, for, uh, <laughs> first foreign film on DVD? Apparently not. Apparently it was the very first film to be released on VHS for home consumption. Ever? Apparently. 1976, so. Oh, my goodness. And... Let's go to some American first films on VHS. I'll, I'll let you work out what they were, okay? Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll flip the Jeopardy rules for now. I don't think we've been following that anyway. I don't think okay. so, really, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon the first three films released on VHS in America were? The first three? Yep. 1970s. Oh. 70s? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Godfather, Rocky, and uh, I nice Citizen Kane. Look, you're on the right track, Dylan, but not quite there. Do I get any of them right? No. Motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Well, what was quite strange is that it's the 70s where VHS starts coming around, but the ones they went to were The Sound of Music, <sighs> Patton, what? and The MASH film. I'm thinking because they wanted to go to classics, people wanted to watch at home for the first time sort of thing, rather than just a <laughs> so recent picked, one that's already been in the cinema. So, so they picked Patton. Yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah, the classic one, Patton. And I'm wondering, Sound of Music, I didn't didn't read this, but I wonder if it had to be on like two VHS, because it's quite a long movie, isn't it? I don't know, that's just me yeah. speculating. But you know, Julie Andrews, one of the greats. <laughs> Apparently they were 50 bucks each, the, the videos, which is just crazy, isn't it? Jesus. In but the I, 70s. Mm. I um I watched Sound of Music recently for the first time. Loved it. So, oh, geez, good. loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Couldn't get enough. Box office, is... Dylan. <gasps> Titanic. What do you reckon? Uh, first movie to hit a billion dollars. That is correct. Hey. However, oh. On Wikipedia, it says in 1999, mm. 98. Titanic became the first film to cost $200 million and earn more than $1 billion worldwide. I don't... Are they linked, those two facts? Because, like, it was just the first film to win $1 billion. Like, why qualify it with the first film to cost $200 million as well? Well, I think $200 million is like, uh, once you spend on that, it's a bit of a risk. 
at that point. I guess so, yeah. I think it's trying to, to say well it was really expensive office. and also it cost a lot of it, also made a lot of money. So, mm. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, also, apparently, Titanic was the first or only film, perhaps, to be released on VHS while still being in the cinemas. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Because it was that popular. They had it out for so long in the cinemas. Mm. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, on the on the James Cameron bandwagon, Avatar. Avatar. Yep. What do you reckon? First film to hit $2 billion at the box office. <laughs> that, that may well be, for some reason. Um, but it says in Wikipedia that it was the first 3D film to be the highest grossing film of all time. Well, okay, that's a very weird... <laughs> like, if you qualify I mean, it all the way down, it's like, it's the first film made by a guy named James that became the highest grossing yeah, film. Yeah, you know the first I mean? film starring blue people <clears throat> to okay. make a billion. I think the fact that it became the highest grossing film of all time kind of makes it... That's that takes the cake, doesn't it? So Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the first to be the highest grossing film of all time, though, technically. I guess so. The first, in the first film. The first, first 3D film, film been... is kind of, you know, makes sense. But yeah. yeah. But you're right. The first film ever to be released was probably the first highest grossing film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on to some tech areas. Yeah. Casper, which is coming up soon <gasps> for our <laughs> episodes of um, Christina Chronicles. So what is Casper doing, Dylan? Um, first movie to feature completely CGI character. That's what it says here, yes. The first mm. CGI lead character in a feature-length film. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. And, like, some people trying to say that it was Toy Story, but apparently Casper came up first. So, suck on that, Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, plus live action. Yeah. Yeah, having live action next to real people, I think, is... More impressive. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. More impressive, only. Uh, Steamboat Willie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> first, uh, first Disney, isn't it? Oh, possibly. The yeah. claim to fame in this area, though, it was the first cartoon with synchronized sound. Oh yeah, okay. and the first okay. cartoon to feature a fully post-produced soundtrack. So yeah, it was right in that that bit where they were moving from the, mm. the silent films and silent cartoons to the talkies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I watched that the other day. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's fine, isn't it? It's all right. My steamboat. Whistling away. He's he's Willie. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Act title. Yeah, yeah. Um now people start to think that The Wizard of Oz was the first colour film. And I think that's kinda of like a nice story because it's so popular, it's a classic and people have seen it a lot as well as opposed to other films uh, but apparently unfortunately there are actually 190 other films before that which had a colour in them so, oh no not quite the first one no not by a mile um, and so people t- kind of think now that there's a film called A Visit to the Seaside which is an 8 minute British short film that had people living their everyday lives that had some colour um, mm. But the first feature-length silent drama using the same technique was called, great title, The World, the Flesh, and the Devil. Jeez. <laughs> right. What a title. And that was in 1914. That's fairly early, but um, mm. I think there's been some remakes of it as well. So, yeah, The World, the Flesh, and the Devil. They're good. Oh. Matt, if there's never a title that's going to grab you, 
That's the one. Now, moving on now to one of your favourite topics, the Oscars. Mm. Now, unfortunately, I don't have anything about the first Oscars ceremony to feature oh, Fancy no. Dress. <laughs> one day. That's one day you will want Dylan. That's coming. Don't yeah. worry. Has to be. Has to be. Now, did you see Parasite, Dylan? No. Okay. Well, have a, have a think about what it might have been the first. First foreign film to win Best Picture. Well, yes, in a way. It was the first And nominated. Film, well, the first film not in the English language to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. there were others that have been nominated, but not 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 one in the English language. That is. So yeah, pretty good, hey. It's alright. I, I recommend it, Dylan. Parasite, you'd love it. Mm. Oh, sorry, not enough, not enough, um, bloody, not, not enough speed racer, mate. Not enough speed racer, enough, not enough Emil Hirsch, mate. Not enough Come cartoons on. and berserky, right. samurais or whatever. Don't it was. be rude. Okay. It wasn't samurais. Medieval knights, okay. idiot. Um, How dare you? How dare you come after me? <laughs> Back off, son. I'm just saying, watch Parasite, Dylan. No. Okay. Watch Berserk. Yeah, how do you like that? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's what I thought. (laughs) Have you seen the song of the South, Dylan? (laughs) I I haven't. I tried to find it, but I I had no luck. Yeah, I I don't think it's available anymore. It's definitely not on Disney Plus. I know that. No. Um, do you have any idea what it could have been the first film to do around the Oscars? Yeah, I know. It was, oh, it's around the Oscars. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, what do you have your wife, Dylan? Go for it. Well, I thought it was the first film that integrated, like, 2D animated characters with, like, live action. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was it. Oscars. Um, was it, like, first <clears throat> Oscar nomination for... Because I know it had Best Song as a nomination, but was it first for, like, uh, African-American yes, the, singer? Yes, you're on the right track. So it was the first African-American man to receive an Academy Award. So oh, just period. Was, okay, sure. Yeah, so it was James Baskett for um, playing Uncle Remus. Yeah. But what is strange, he didn't win, like, Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor. No, he won he it for won singing a, it. What's that, sorry? He won it for singing the song? Well, kind of. He won an honorary award. So, oh. And they, they do these every every year, apparently. I don't really know much about honorary awards, to be honest. But mm. he won the award, and I'll, I'll give you the actual reason is what they've got on his on the certificate. Okay. <laughs> for his able and heartwarming 
characterization of Uncle Remus, friend and storyteller to the children of the world in Walt Disney's Song of the South. Yeah, right. Um, pretty strange to me that she'd not a reward for that, but and given the fact now that it's quite um, problematic and not even able to be seen anymore, it's very strange, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But in '46, they loved it, so they gave him a special award just for himself. So you know. yeah, it was very popular at the time. Mm. I know that. Mm. Do we know what the the issue with it is now? Well, I think the main reason is that it's quite contested and problematic these days is because it kind of uh, gives a favourable or apologetic um, view of slavery. Mm, sure. Um, I, yeah, again, haven't seen it myself. Although I think I might have seen it as a kid on video, to be honest, before it was actually mm. all, you know, bolted. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it kind of made out that, yeah, it wasn't so bad for the slaves. and. Yeah, I've read it was like slaves being happy where they yeah, are. Yeah, they liked being... Working yeah. in the fields, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Obviously, not on. Not on, no. Um, but America's obviously got lots of issues with that, and not that we're much better down here in Australia, but yeah, very weird. Yeah, fair enough. Um, speaking of that, in Gone with the Wind, Hattie McDaniel was the first African-American woman to be nominated and to win for Best Supporting Actress. Pretty oh, awesome. good honour. Yeah. And also, um, Sydney Poitier later won a quote-unquote, regular Oscar um, in 1964. For what? Best um, actor? Best actor, yes. Best lead, yeah. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't an honorary award, but that's... What was it for? Guess who's coming to dinner? I, I want to say... I'm not sure. Oh. Give me one second. Mate, <laughs> I thought you were prepared. I thought you were a professional, and this is what I have to deal with. You, you're just looking up stuff in the middle of our show. <laughs> How dare you? Sorry, I was I was more focused on Uncle Remus. So apparently, um, and the fact that honorary award that surprised me. Okay, he won for Lilies of the Field. Oh, okay, Sydney. Haven't um, heard of it. He also won an honorary award in two thousand one. So there you go. Yeah, sure. Okay. He is also at the moment the oldest living and earliest surviving Best Actor Academy Award winner. So he's still going. Yeah, he is ninety four. Jesus, good on him. Yeah, good work, eh? Yeah. What you got next for me, mate? Well, one last Oscars one. Okay. Julius and Philip Epstein. What do you reckon they did, Dylan? No idea, Lonnie. Um, first or last, eh? Maybe first, uh, I don't know, first, uh, first couple directors. You're on the right track, Dylan. Okay. They were the first twins to win the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. Ah, okay. Sure. Now, I don't know if they were the, the first twins to ever win an award, or whether it was just that award in particular. I was going to say, is there a big uh, category for twins winning Oscars? <laughs> Not that I could see. No. I just first and quite... last, maybe? First and last, perhaps. It's quite funny, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just a weird thing, right? Uh, it reminds me of, I think I mentioned this to you when we did an adaptation episode where um, Charlie Kaufman put, he, not, he is credited with his brother as well for the mm. award, like they wrote together, but his brother isn't real. His brother was a character in the film, so yeah. Yeah, right. His brother was the first person who's not real <laughs> to win an award. <laughs> Pretty funny. 
Okay, Dylan. Now, this is the naughtiness section. So, <laughs> if you, oh, as I, I said, bit not so keen on naughtiness, <clears throat> don't listen anymore. Come on. <laughs> okay. Now, this one, Dylan, it's called The Big Trail. What do you reckon it was the first film to do? The Big Trail, eh? John and Wayne. It's no- oh, it's naughty. John yeah. Wayne, okay. So, it's not porn. Um, the Big Trail. First sex scene in the movie? No. Oh. We're getting fat though, don't worry. First um first penis shown in the film. Do we get to see John Wayne's little John Wayne? <laughs> my mind was going there too, Dylan, don't you worry. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, apparently not. So this one, it said on Wikipedia that this was the first film to use a swear word. Oh no. And I was like, what the what's the swear word? But then Damn. Well, apparently it was damn, oh, yeah. and then I did oh, some okay. more research, and it wasn't even the first film to say damn, so I'm not sure how that got onto Wikipedia, but Oof. I think they need to be bloody looking at their first and last You can section. report an article, can't you? Maybe on I should Wikipedia. report it, yeah. Absolutely. Go on. Now. Right now? Yep. Okay. Click report. I don't want Say it. it's inaccurate. Okay. Give the reason. Go do it afterwards, because we've got a few more to nah. go. Mm. It better happen, mate. Okay. I better see changes by the end of the week to that article on Wikipedia. Okay, right. Well, more importantly, MASH in 1970. Mm. It was the first American film to use a word. John, what do you reckon that word was? Fuck. (laughs) Apparently so, yes. Yeah. Though, again, a bit contested. Oh. Because, well, there are actually some other films... Um, from the UK, which um, UCF word, so but they weren't American, so I guess Smash can take that claim. Mm. Um, there's another film called Sink the Bismarck in 1970, and apparently that someone very clearly mouths the word, but doesn't say it. So all right, okay. maybe they're saying yuck or well, it doesn't count you if know, you mouth it. Yeah, say I don't that. think so either. No. But then there's a cartoon called Bosco's Picture Show from 1933. Mm. And there's a cartoon character who says, look at this, fuck. <laughs> now, people say that maybe that's just an audio error and he was actually saying, look at this fox or thug. Mm. And it's just how it was like, they put on the film. I watched on YouTube. Kind of sounds like fuck to me, John. Oh, no. But also, maybe it's that thing, like, if you're thinking about it, like looking for it or trying to hear it, you'll, you'll, um, that's what you'll hear, but I don't know. Yeah, Bosco, yeah. hey? Bloody Bosco. Uh, okay, Dylan. Psycho. Have you seen Psycho? Yeah, Vince Vaughn, mate. What, what a classic film. Hey, okay, mate. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that a trickier? <laughs> uh, now, Psycho's got a few claims to fame, but this one in particular is, is one looking for, Dylan. So what do you reckon? First, uh... Either first murder or first time blood was shown in a film. A bit, a bit, um, take a step back from blood and guts. Think of something else that maybe was a bit raunchy for the 1960s. Oh, Naked Lady. First Naked Lady. The shower scene. Almost. Apparently, again, very contested, and I couldn't really find a great source on this. They reckoned it was the first film to show a flushing toilet on screen. (gasps) 
How dare they? Think of the children. The morals of America have gone literally down the toilet, Monty. <laughs> because, you know, no one in America before then... Had they, ever flushed. They never, they never flushed. <laughs> they How know. dare they? Oh. How dare they confront the people of America with that harrowing image? I know. It, it's funny that... I, I think maybe it's just, like, interesting fun story that mm. this film about murders and you know she gets naked she gets chopped up and they'll stand in the shower yeah and then people talk about the toilet i think maybe that's just why it's a funny story that's been existing because i was reading there are some other films at least other films where a toilet was shown other mm. films where um you could hear flushing in the background so so mm. maybe psycho was the first but like i think people really should there should be a way to know this you just watch all the films right but you know my Damn research it. couldn't actually get an outcome, so sorry. Nah, that's fair enough. It's a bit of a time sink. I wouldn't do it. No, I'm sure there's really some researcher out there who's like, here's my my niche subject about film scholarship. <laughs> Toilets. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you want to talk about sex scenes, Dylan? <sighs> please. Please, Lonnie. I've been waiting. <laughs> now I'm going to talk to you about a film called The Kiss. Oh, it goes, for, the kiss. Yeah. it goes for 18 seconds. The film? Yes. And it depicts a reenactment of a kiss between May Irwin and John Rice. And it's mm. from um, a stage musical called The Widow Jones. Yeah. Now, what do you reckon the kiss with the first film to show, Dylan? Penis. <laughs> uh, no. Not that I could see oh. in the 18 seconds that I watched. Well, weren't looking hard enough, mate. <laughs> okay. You're being silly, Dylan, but I think you know what it was. <laughs> it was the first kiss on film. Oh. And now, totally legitimately, like, it's just a kiss. They're a middle-aged couple. They have a bit of a nuzzle. He, like, kisses their cheek, and then they kiss on the lips, right? Yeah. You'd see worse on Neighbours. You'd see worse, like... When a politician wins an election and they kiss their wife up on stage or kiss their husband up on stage, right? It's just a kiss. But apparently, yeah. Dylan, it was quite yeah. the controversy when it was released. Oh, no. I've got when a quote was that? here. Um, it was regarded as a sex scene and drew general outrage from moviegoers, civic leaders, and religious leaders. They said it yeah. was utterly shocking, obscene, yeah. and completely immoral. Yeah, yeah. Here's a quote from a contemporary critic. The spectacle of the prolonged pasturing on each other's lips was beastly enough in life-size on the stage, but magnified to gargantuan proportions and repeated three times over, it is absolutely disgusting. Oh, my goodness. And the Catholic Church... So when was this released? Nine, uh, 1896. Ah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the Catholic Church was trying to call for censorship, and they said that, and they want some moral reform as well, because apparently at the time, kissing in public mm. could lead to prosecution, Dylan. Yeah, not on. Yeah, yeah. Strange times. Um, but, you know, as all good filmmakers and film producers and exhibitors know, a bit of controversy is good. Mm. Um, the Edison catalogue advertised it this way. They get ready to kiss, begin to kiss, and kiss and kiss and kiss, in a way that brings down the house every time. Oh, I. 
and raunchy. Um, then then other knockoffs sort of came as well. Um, yeah. Just after that, trying to sort of cash in on the on the um, controversy. Um, I will say though, some people have tried to have done a bit of more research into it and reckon that the shocked reaction of the public was perhaps a bit of a myth. And obviously, I think there were some quotes and some people sort of um, trying to draw out moral outrage, but apparently, well, it's just a kiss still. I can't, I can't see people being that upset about it, even in the 1890s. Bloody hell, right? Yeah, fair enough. What prudes? Prudes, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, so, let alone kissing, the French, yeah. right? You know the French, you know what they're like. I'm familiar, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Here on, on Wikipedia, it says, Production of erotic films commenced almost immediately after the invention of the motion picture. Mm. Then also says, um, citation needed. So maybe that's just the sort of thing where, like, obviously people were being creepy as soon as films were around. So <laughs> just logically, <laughs> of course, like, you know. I was like, Heather, like, so we can film people now. All right, let's, let's show them fucking. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> let's do it. Um, so there are... No one really knows what the first one was, but there's a, a seven-minute film in 1896. Um, it's called Le Catcher de la Marie, what? and it had Louise Wiley, or Louise yeah. Willie, actually, is her name? Willie? Willie. That's what it says here. <laughs> Classic. Perfect. Um, and she's performing a bathroom striptease. Oh. <gasps> and I, I watched this one. I Oh, yeah, of course she did, mate. Of course she did. For the research, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, If this one I watched, because there are various films that are similar, if you just like get in the bath, so like, you don't see anything either, really. I think she turns around and you just see a bottom, so like, you know. Oh, Risque for the time, not risque for us these days. Again, you probably see worse than neighbours, so. So no boobies? Not that I could see. No, and there was another genre. one where it was um, a husband and wife, and it was their wedding night, and they're like, they, they get into the bedroom, and she goes to undress, and he has to stand behind or sit behind, you know, like the dividers they'd have in the room. Oh, okay. Like the, the modesty curtains or whatever. <laughs> sure. And she's like getting dre- undressed, and he's like trying to poke a look around the side. I'm like, you guys are married. Just <laughs> why is this such a big deal? He's excited, mate. What's He's your excited. problem? And also, it's very funny back in those days. Um, women obviously had lots of layers, and so she was there. She had like a coat, a petticoat, all sorts of things. To... Corset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently, yeah, they were. They found pretty quickly that these risque films um, were pretty popular. Oh, no, really? Yeah, apparently. That's crazy. Apparently. Um, yeah, this is the last one on my list, Dylan. And it's the naughtiest of them all. Okay. <laughs> it's called Ecstasy. I'll give you one last shot of, of finding this. For all the points, what was this the first film to include? Uh, full frontal nudity. Not quite. 1933. Sex scene. Well, again, it's a bit unsure if it's the very first sex scene ever. And I think some of that's because these films get lost, the other ones get lost, but people like to think it is. It's one of the least, most commercially released films to feature a sex scene. But apparently, this is kind of very much confirmed, it was the first female orgasm on film. So, um, again, for the research, Dylan, I watched this one. 
Oh, of course you did, mate. Thing. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, it's very, very chaste, you know, compared to today's standards, compared to like, you know, Fifty Shades or something. Um, oh. Or when Harry met Sally. Even that, yeah. Yeah. It's just lots enough. of um, shots of her hands and her face and then her eyes are closed. Um, Is she they, making noises or is it still silent? It, it was just music to it from what I could see. Mm. Assuming the one I watched on YouTube was like the original cut, you know. Does that count then? Well, do they have a cigarette afterwards? Um, so, you know, it's very, it's actually quite stylish in some ways. Oh, a bit classy, and, was it, mate? I don't know what you think about sex scenes, but sometimes they... Sometimes I feel like they're a bit exploitative. How do you mean? Oh, just, I don't think you have to show all the bits and pieces, you know, every time. <laughs> bit conservative, are you, mate? <laughs> well, I'm not like, you, you can't have sex scenes. I'm just like... You don't just like seeing nipples, this? mate? What was that? You don't like seeing nipples, mate? No, well, what I mean is, well, who do you see naked more than off, off the not? It's the women, isn't it? And uh, Oh, yeah, mate. I'm all for, you know... You know, it's free the nipple. Free mm. the dong, mate. You free the dong. Exactly right. Let's get that hashtag going, eh? Go on. <laughs> you start it, mate. I dare you. It's very funny as well, this one. They talk about it's the first um, female orgasm on film. That kind of implies that there was a male orgasm before that, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Or so just like just... a orgasm, so. Yeah. So mm. is it just some dude jacking off by himself in a movie or something? <laughs> I haven't done the research, Dylan. So maybe that you can get it for next week, eh? Hey? Bloody sexist, mate. You'll you'll get up all in the first female orgasm, but you won't look into the first male orgasm, mate. Come on. Um, well, uh, let's look up on something, sorry. Mate, again, again. You, and your unprofessionalism is... Uh, rub me the wrong way, mate. And, and uh, quite frankly, we're going to have to have a... Have a talk about this, mate, I think. I just wanted to confirm that the actress who was displaying the first sex scene and first female orgasm on film mm -hmm. was named um, Hedy Lamar. Yeah. And she's a very famous actress and did lots of great work. One of her claims to fame, though, Dylan, yeah. is that she co-invented an early version of frequency hopping spread spectrum communication, right? Okay. Which later became... What we know as Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Oh, right. Okay. So, you know, first female orgasm on film, first Wi-Fi creator. Pretty good. Hey, put that on a tombstone. <laughs> yeah, we've got a bit raunchy here, Dylan. I hope that's um, not too much for you. Oh, mate, you know me. I love it, mate. <laughs> All for the raunch. I hope you've um, had a good time looking at some of the first and last in film history. Mate, it's always a good time with you. Anything you want to add? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's wrap it up then, eh? Oh, um, you don't ever get amongst it? I don't ever get... Oh, sorry, my, my bad. My apologies. Oh, mate. Bloody hell. Well, I did not mention my get amongst it this week. Not um, on, mate. Now, you know, we... In a Franco amongst the category or section of the film of the podcast, mm. we just try and talk about something that's been sort of interesting us. It could be anything, couldn't it, Bill? Mate, anything we're getting amongst that week. Yeah. Now, not this week, but for most of the weeks before this or recent times, what I've been getting amongst, Dylan, 
Mm. Is the humble Hungry Jack's Burger. Oh, okay. I've never been a Hungry Jack's person, really. But oh. of recent times, I've been really getting amongst it. Um, especially the, the... I try not to eat as much red meat anymore. I don't eat much at all, really. Um, so sure, what sure. I appreciate is the Rebel Whopper meal. So, You know what? I I do enjoy the Rebel Whopper. I actually think it's quite good. Thank you. And I'm not usually into like vegan foods and that sort of thing, but... No, well, I, I've been having that a fair bit recently because there's one on the way home from work and it's a nice mm. little treat for me. You know, you've got to, got to spice your life up mm. somehow, haven't you, Dylan? <laughs> and um, oh. there's a time I had it like three times a month. It was pretty good. And I'll do it again soon, for sure. But the Jesus. other night, I went to Grills and I had their version of the Beyond Garden goodness. And good. it was fine. I like it. But it was like, you know, extra $10 for something that wasn't that much better, you know? I think the thing with um, Hungry Jacks and the Rebel Whopper, with Hungry Jacks, they artificially imprint, like, the grill mark and taste onto the patties. Like, they don't actually flame grill them. Okay. Um, but that actually works in the Rebel Whopper's favour because mm. you get the taste of, like, um, the familiarity of, like, the, the grill taste as normal meat would. So I think that definitely helps it a lot. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Dylan. You're using your little Macca's knowledge to a good use, eh? Hey? No. <laughs> What's that have to do with Macca's, mate? Macca's doesn't do grill marks. I thought you knew some trade secrets there. No, no, no. I, I just know that as trivia. Yeah. Because uh, okay, well, Macca's doesn't do grill marks, but Hungry Jack's does. Yeah, yeah. But it's well, artificial. Yeah. I just recommend it, Dylan. I recommend Hungry Jack's this week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me to get amongst that, mate. Okay. I'll have a cheeky bacon deluxe. I'll have a Rebel Whopper. Yeah. Oh, love it all. Well, that brings us to the next section, Dylan. Socials. Oh. What are those? That's where we're on, Dylan. <laughs> You're kidding. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Get amongst us. Give us a follow, please, and thank you. We can't be on all those things, Lonnie. That's impossible. All at once, Dylan. No way. Uh, also, on your podcast app, you're probably listening to us right now. Why don't you give us a little lull? A little, a little lull? A little yeah, lull. okay. There, yeah, thank you. All at once. Everybody laugh out loud for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give us a follow, we'll try to say. Subscribe, oh, definitely. like, rating. Um, give us a review. That'd be so good. And if you give us a review, we'll give you a shout out. All those good things. Yeah. Um, and tell your mates, because your mates are probably like, what does this person listen to? What's their yeah. podcast? They want to hey. know. Absolutely. They're, they're fanging for something new in their lives. Give mm -hmm. it to them, people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks again to Mark for our theme song. Okay, we thanked him three times now. That's too much well, for one We'll bank up a few in case we forget again. Okay, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. That'll do for now. Done. Okay. <laughs> Until next time, Dylan. I miss you, man. Don't sound so enthused, mate. <laughs> I miss you, man. We're doing any good again. No, no, you don't get to do it over. That shows your true feelings. I'm trying to be, like, cool. Oh, okay. I miss you, man. <laughs> I miss you. I miss you, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Send it, mate. I'm ready. To I Only Like You in Movies, the podcast where Lonnie and Sine share all of their thoughts on the latest film and television releases. 
Most of the time we celebrate films that we love. You need to see this. What would you give it, Lon? Five stars? Yeah, definitely. Best movies you've seen in a long, long time. Other times, we have very different opinions. One of the worst films I've ever seen, if not the worst film I've ever seen. Why? It's horrible. It's a good it's movie. It's so bad. No, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. I don't know how you like this. Join us for some laughs. As a little woman. How dare you? What did you think of the movie? <laughs> yes, I've been thinking about that joke since we saw the movie. Look, I don't want to shame anybody and, you know, you've got some feet stuff going on. That's okay. And maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. But, like, maybe you do. You, pr- you do. But here's one thing I'll say about the feet. Yeah. Right? You don't see feet on, t- on TV or screen much, so... Some thought-provoking discussion. And then when it actually gets to that bit, you're like, oh, they're, they're really doing it. They're really basing a whole movie on that on those two lines. Why do they have human boobs and human hands, but a cat face? Why are some of them wearing sneakers? Sine inevitably forgetting the names of films. The best thing about this film is that Sine definitely knew what it was called when we went to buy the tickets. Free tickets to Annihilation, please. They do make you angry. It rained frogs. Uh, Are you thinking of Magnolia? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And occasionally, a little impromptu song. Parasite, we're gonna go in people's homes. And Parasite, we're gonna have a creepy basement. And Parasite, there's a dog that eats our sausage. Parasite is the best film. Hey! (laughs) I only like you and movies. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.